It's the Peak Signing Agents Podcast with your host, DVO Derek Van Otten. Thanks again for coming back to another new episode. All right, hope you're all having a fantastic summer, enjoying yourself. I hope you're getting busy. I hope uh, everything's going well with you. I want to talk on this episode uh, about my early beginnings and maybe some of the success the the success I had when I first started off that's led me to the success that I'm having now. Because reason for this episode, this topic, is you know I've hired I've hired a few notaries. I just I just feel like they didn't have a lot of experience or they have had some experience but still just feel a little short of being a peak signing agent in my opinion. So I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll share with everybody what I did when I first started. And whether you've been doing this for a year or two, I'm sure I'll give you some tips here that I think will help you become a peak signing agent, things you maybe haven't thought of. And if you've got some tips for me that helps you in your beginnings, please share with me, reach out to me, find me on social media, at Peak Signing is where you'll be able to find me on all social media platforms. And when I talk, when I release this episode, comment, comment, hey, this is what helped me out. I, I would love to know what you're doing. Even if you're brand new, you've only been doing this for two weeks. You've had some great success already. Share with me those tips. I'd, I'd love to know about them. All right. So I got my notes up here so I don't forget anything. Uh, but I'm going to go into it. I'm going to talk about what I felt helped me gain success early off in my career as a signing agent that is now paying off for me today and and, and it's been totally worth it. Uh, one thing that I felt like uh, right away was I was willing to invest in myself and in my business. And what I mean by that is I was right away, I bought a printer, bought a scanner. I didn't buy the scanner right away. I didn't know how, I didn't know about scan backs when I first started, but when I was seeing scans and uh, you know, coming back home and my scanner wasn't the best scanner. I within within a couple months, I was like, okay, I need to invest in a good scanner. So a printer, a dual tray laser printer for letter and legal size paper, uh, a scanner, a scanner standalone scanner because a scanner standalone scanner is going to be much faster scanning. And if you you know if you're busy, you know you know the importance of having a fast scanner. And if you haven't used one and then you switch later, you'll also know what I'm talking about. It's so worth it to have a standalone scanner. But other things I was willing to invest in right away were my business cards, uh, my website and email, uh, getting on social media, getting all my handles on social media. So those are things that I, I, I was willing to invest in right away. You know, buying pens, buying paper, buying toner, buying backup toner. I was willing to invest in all of this right away. Uh, because you know, when I was pricing it out, I was like, gosh, this is only a thousand fifteen hundred. And then a little bit later on, I bought a, a course. Um, actually, no, I got a course right away, I should say. Um, but you know, I was willing to invest in myself knowing, you know, a thousand fifteen hundred to invest in a business that has, uh, you know, a lot of potential. It's not bad at all. So I, one of the first things I think was brought early on to my success was I was willing to invest in myself and in my business. But be careful. You know, you hear the phrase a lot, you need to spend money to make money. Yes, that's partly true. But I think the way, the context of it, when people say it or when people decide that, yeah, they want to do it, I think they go to an extreme. Maybe they think they have to invest lots of money. And that's not true. You don't need to invest a ton of money into every business. 
some businesses have a little heftier buy-in than others, yes, but don't fall into that narrative that you have to spend money to make money um, and, and then use that as an excuse to maybe buy a lot of extra things maybe you did not need. Uh, all right, and then another tip is I practice my electronics, meaning I use them first. Like I tried them out. I just got some PDFs and I just let me, let me practice it. Let me, let me practice scanning. Let me practice printing. I think that helped me because then I see a lot of a lot of newer signing agents. They get a job. They have all their equipment. They've never used it though. So maybe they're first signing and they don't know how to use their printer. Like, oh, I'm having problems printing. I've seen it. People are just complaining. I, I I'm, I'm having problems printing. I don't know how to do the settings right on when I'm when I'm printing the scanner. I'm having issues with my scanner. I just got this. Just happened to me this week. I've had a signing agent. I can see they've done a lot of signings, but they got a new Wi-Fi. And when they got a new Wi-Fi, they didn't connect their scanner to their Wi-Fi. So it was taking a long time for them to get scan backs to me. I'm like, don't you have the USB cord? Like, just plug it into your computer. He's like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. I'm like, come on, man. Think fast. Think outside the box. Forget about this Wi-Fi hotspot scanning right now. Let's let's plug it in, man. Let's go. So one of the early things that I did was I got I invested in these electronics, and then I practiced them first. I got to, you know make sure I knew how to understand how to use them properly first. But we, we, we if you, even if you've been in this business for a while, your printer might go out, your scanner might go out, you have to buy a new one. When you get that new device, make sure you know how to use it first. Get down there and practice it a little bit first. The other thing I did was, well, I, was I dived into everything. When I went in to being a notary signing agent, I dived all in. I was finding YouTube videos. I was finding Facebook groups. I was reading forums. I was getting on uh, on these websites where you know people could put forums on there. Good signing services, bad signing services, tips. I was reading everything. Like I got obsessed. I'll say, when I got into this, I got obsessed. And I think you need to get obsessed, especially if it's something new. Like if you gotta get obsessed about it, how else are you gonna really know if you want to do this or like this if you if you don't get obsessed about it? Get obsessed about it. That's okay. I mean, don't get obsessed in an unhealthy way where all you do is talk about is notary work and signing agent work. No one's going to want to talk to you. Don't get don't get obsessed in that capacity. But get obsessed where you want to learn everything you can. That's one thing that I did. And I think that brought me a lot of success early on was, was I was just willing to dive all in. Just get all the information that I could. Absorb as much as I could. Watch as many YouTube videos as I could. I was, I was I was reading as much as I could, like I said, on forums. I was even showing my wife some YouTube videos um, and just showing, like, look at this. Like, this is crazy to me. Like, I didn't know about this. And she goes, okay. <laughs> you know, she was pretty interested. And speaking of those YouTube videos, I was watching a lot of Mark Wills and the Loan Signing System YouTube videos. That helped me a ton. That helped me a ton. Especially one of his videos where he talked, when he showed, like, a day in the life of, and he showed how he was going to his escrow offices uh, picking up documents, going off and doing signings, dropping off documents. And he was adding it up like this. This is how much I made from these signings today. And, you know, if you take that and, and add it up, I mean, that's that's six figures a year. And I, it blew my mind. I was like, wait, you can actually make a really good living as a notary signing agent. <clears throat> so I subscribed to his YouTube channel. There's a couple other YouTube channels I was I was subscribing to. And that's what I did. I got obsessed. I was watching a ton of YouTube videos. I was reading a lot of forums. I was in a lot of Facebook groups. And guess what? I still do that today. I'm still watching YouTube videos from other signing agents. 
from other training courses. I'm still watching their YouTube channel. I'm still going to forums. I'm still in Facebook groups, replying to people's questions, reading people's questions and comments. I'm still in there. I'm still obsessed about the business. So, it, I mean, this is a tip for beginners, but this is a tip for veteran seasoned signing agents. You need to stay obsessed. If you want to stay in this, you've got to get obsessed. Again, don't do it in an unhealthy way. <laughs> do it in a healthy way that where you're learning and growing and self-improving. Do it in that type of a way. Uh, okay. Another thing that I think helped me is, and th this is this only works out if you get documents in an early enough stage, and and uh, hopefully your first signing you get documents in it gives you enough time. But one of the first things I did was I I I printed out the package and I read everything like in on paper. So I printed everything out for the signing the next day, and I just sat there and I read through every page. I did this on a, 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 the first few of my packages. The very first signing I did, I did put like little sticky sign here reminders, you know, those little sticky things. I got those from Dollar Tree. I got a lot of my supplies at Dollar Tree too, by the way, when I first started. My pens, paper clips, binders, clips, a lot of different things. I got those at Dollar Tree. So I saved a ton of money there too. Again, you know, yeah, you have to spend money to make money, but you don't have to go extreme, right? Like, if you want to spend money to make money, you can go to Dollar Tree and buy your supplies there. You're spending money, just not an absorbent amount of money. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I got that, and I and I got all my supplies there. But also, when I got the package, I just read every page and my first few. And I got little sticky tabs, and I put, you know, notarize here and sign here. I got these little tabs, put them all over the place. Uh, and I did that on my very first signing, never did it again, because after that, most of my signings didn't come in an early enough time for me to mark a lot of the, them a lot of times, so I didn't have time to do all that. But I felt it was very time-consuming to, to mark all those pages. So I did that on my very first signing, never did it again, which I think was a good choice for me, because it helped me read and know where to look on all the documents. Because, as you'll understand, most mortgage documents are very uniform like they're the same documents and so i didn't have that band-aid of looking for little sticky notes that helped me on my first one didn't really need it after that i mean i probably did i could have used it but i didn't have time to do it and that's okay i think it made me better because of it actually so uh and so i you know that's fine with me uh but anyway i read through every package i read the deed right the deed of trust the reason why, the reason why I wanted to read it, because I knew I didn't want to spend hours at the signing. Like, I remember when I bought my house. It seemed like it was I was there for a long time. And I remember um, seeing other closings, and it just felt like it took a long time. And I, But I knew if I understood these right, I can give quick explanations and get in and out faster. I didn't want to be there forever. Like, I didn't want to be there an hour. I'm sure the signer doesn't want to be there an hour. Like, how can I make this a more pleasurable experience? How can I make this faster? And, and so that's one thing I did. I read through the entire mortgage. I understood the deed, errors and omissions, compliance. Like, I didn't know about, like, I knew from some of the courses what some of the documents meant. Like, I knew what the note had. Like, I knew what information was in the note or the deed of trust. But I didn't know how to explain it properly so I could go through it faster. Because I didn't want to give every little detail, which which was what I was doing in the very beginning. 
Uh, but then, you know, that's what was good about. So the NNA course that I took in the very beginning, it, it gave me definitions almost like here's here's what's in a note. Here's what's in a deed of trust. I was like, OK, great. Uh, but then the loan signing system course is what helped me explain it faster or understand the pages a little bit better. So that's one thing I did when I first started. I read every single document so I could understand it better and I can explain it better uh, and quicker when I was at the signing. Uh, staying along with that, not only would I understand, I, I wanted to read every page, I wanted to understand every page, but another thing I did is I role played. I put a timer on and I role played as if I was, was going through a signing. And I was just with myself, it was just, you know, I was by myself down in my office and I just role played. I put a timer on, uh, on, on, on whatever, you know, whatever your phone, whatever. I put a timer on and I recorded myself. No, no, I put a voice. For, I put a voice so I could hear myself talk too, uh, and so I could see the, how long it took me to go through it. And I, you know, I kind of give some pauses because I would, would imagine they were signing the documents, and I would just practice it. And I would time myself, say, okay, how long did it took me? It took me an hour. Okay, that sounds about right. I figured if it was around an hour, you know, I'd be okay when I first started. And then I realized, like, no, I need to get a little faster at this. No one wants every single detail. And that's one thing that I found out early on, too. No one wants every single detail, especially if they were refinancing their own house. They went through this already when they bought the house. They understand now. They didn't want to go through all this stuff again. They just wanted to see the numbers. All right. And that's one thing, too. I, I learned how to read people. Early on in my earlier on in my career, so my early business success came from understanding how to read people. I could tell when they were like itching for the next document. Okay, I'm talking too much, right? I, I learned how to read people. Okay, I'm talking too much. I need to stop talking and let them sign. But again, as a professional, I always had to make sure that they understand what they're signing as a notary public, especially on the pages that I'm notarizing. I have to make sure they understand what they're signing. So I just I just I just learned early on how to give like one sentence explanations of each page real quick. And, and, and it's worked out for me because now my average signing is maybe 25 minutes. That's my average signing for for anything. On average, it takes me about 25 minutes to do a signing. But when I first started, it took me about an hour, about an hour in the very beginning. But I knew I needed to shave that down. Like when I was done, I felt like I did a good job. I explained every page. They signed every page. I felt like I did a really good job. And, uh, but then I would always kind of think, but it kind of went a little long. Like it was a little long. Maybe they didn't want me there that long. Like it, when I was in the car, driving home, getting done, I was like, hmm, maybe they didn't want me there that long. <laughs> uh, another thing that, that I think helped me on early in my success was as soon as I was done with the signing, I, I, well, okay, I was double-checking as we were signing and then triple-checking when we were done. So let me break that down again. I got the documents. I printed them out, and I went through every page in the very beginning. And I would fill out some things. In my state, I'm allowed. Like, I can put my venue. So if it was, like, state of blank, county of blank, I could write in the blanks. Oh, you know, on this blank day of this blank month, in this blank year, I could pre-fill that all, all that out. My commission expires on, I could fill all that out. The only thing I can't do beforehand is sign and stamp. So I would pre-fill that out. But basically, I'm kind of going through the documents. I'm reading every page, filling pre-filling everything out. I get to the signing. I'm explaining what the pages they're signing. I'm watching them sign the document. They hand it back to me. A lot of times, they're to the side of me or they're in front of me, so the documents are upside down. 
And so, you know, I could see them sign it, and I would, as they hand the page to me, I would look again, I would kind of double check and place the document down. And I would continue doing that process. Explain the page, they would sign, they'd hand the page back, I would look at it, kind of double check it, put it down. When we were done with the whole signing, then I would triple check the whole package again. And that's something I don't do anymore. I, I mean, as they sign, they hand me the page, I look at it, but I don't go through again and, and double and triple check. I, I don't do that anymore because I have a system. And uh, that's helped me out a lot. It may, also makes things go a little bit faster. And I, I make a mistake once every few months. It's very rare I, miss, I make a mistake, and it's usually because we were talking and I just a lapse of, of judgment. Uh, but anyway, that's what helped me as well. I would triple check everything when I, when I was done. Make sure we didn't I'd make any mistakes. I wanted to make sure that I returned the documents flawlessly. Zero mistakes. That was very important to me. So that's another thing I did. Uh, let's see. Oh, as soon as I was done, I let the signing service, the title company, whoever hired me, I let them know right away and i hope you follow me on social media again at peak signing but i just did a little i just did a little video skit on this a little reel on this one of my biggest pet peeves as a signing service owner is never getting a completion update for hours we know how long it takes for a signing 30 45 60 minutes right that's pretty common i think 30 45 60 minutes depends how long how much experience you have, the issues with the signing, but but I, we, we understand how long it takes. A, a lot of notaries, they don't update us. They do the signing, they start driving home, maybe they stop somewhere on the way, maybe they do another signing. Um, then they do the scan backs, and then they let us give us the completion update. One of my biggest pet peeves, because I feel my client is just waiting on an update. Because again, they know how long it takes to do a signing. doesn't take that long. There's no issues. It's my biggest pet peeve. Why would you leave your hiring company just hanging? Don't leave them hanging. Let them know when you're done. It just baffles me. And I had a prediction one time. I did another episode where I, uh, where I talked about this. And I just said, in case you didn't know, like, for example, in signing order or SnapDocs, whatever, you can put your completion update and then upload scans. And someone commented on, on my YouTube channel on that when they said, I had no idea. I thought I had to upload scans and do the completion at the same time. Yes, there are some platforms that are like that. I do understand. But most are not like that. So if you didn't know, I want you to know. You can do a completion update then go do your scans and upload scans still. It doesn't close out the order or you can never open it again. Yes, there are some platforms that are like that. They are very rare, though. There's, most of them are not like that, though. So my tip to you, one thing that I did early on my success, I believe, was give updates right away. Not just updates like we're finished. It was very detailed updates. Okay, we just finished signing. The, they already wired their money or they said they're going to wire their money today. Uh, I, I attached a, uh, a cashier's check. Yeah, these are just these are just things I would write in there, so that the, the it was the, it was just detailed uh, detailed uh, completion update. What happened? 
what, you know, where, where, where happened? We, we, we did the wire or they wired already or they e-signed. It was like a hybrid. They already did the, the e-signature beforehand. Like I just give, gave an update of what happened. Um, I'll have scans within the next hour. I'll have, I'll have scans shortly. Like when I have my, mo- when I have my mobile office, Hey, I'll give you scans in just a few minutes. Like the, the, these are things I gave updates on. I'm on my way to FedEx now. I'm on my way to UPS now. I just gave detailed explanation on my completion update. And I think they were very appreciative of that. Not only were they appreciative that I gave a very thorough completion update, but then they got the documents returned flawlessly. Right? No mistakes on the documents. I think the, that, the combination of all these things is what brought on my early success. And that's why I want to share these tips with you guys. I think they'll help you. So that's one thing I did when I did my completion update. I did it right away. Like the moment I was walking out their door and walking towards my vehicle, I was logging in and I was doing the completion update. So by the time I got in my car and got my car started, they knew we were, when we were done. They knew it took me 30, 40, 50 minutes to be done with the whole signing. They knew. And they knew I'd have scans within the hour. I'd say that. Because why? I'd get, I'd get um, if I did a completion update... Sometimes I sometimes I'd get a response. How soon can we expect scans? Like, oh, you know, within 30 minutes or an hour. So I figured when I got a few of those, they're probably wondering. So I, I started including that in my completion update. So if you start getting questions, the same questions, maybe that's a good thing to include in your completion. So when I got a few of those questions, hey, how soon can we expect scans? I just started including that in my completion update. You'll have scans in the next hour, in the next 30 minutes. You know, I, that's, that's what I would write. And I get very thorough and I said, thank you so much. Everything went well. Or any issues that came up. Well, I, in my completion update, I would never put issues because I would call. And that's another thing I learned too, is if there was any issues, one thing I would do is like, okay, if you have a question, uh, let's hold off those and those questions in case we have more questions and we can call uh, your loan officer, your escrow officer. So that's one thing I learned. I learned... Let's just call one time if possible. Because sometimes we go through and they have a question and we call, we get an answer. We go through, oh, they have another question. All right, now we call again. So I learned, hey, let's just put this page to the side and we'll come back to it and we can, we'll make one phone call for, for all of our questions. And, they, and all the signers thought, oh, that's good. Then again, as I learned, you know what? Let's start with a settlement statement and this closing disclosure. Let's start with those two pages. Those are the final numbers. Because most of the time, issues came from those. So if we started with those pages, most everything went through pretty smoothly. And then I kind of figured out every role. All right, oh, these are the title pages. So if we have questions on these pages, let's call a title company. Oh, these are the mortgage pages. If we have any questions, let's call the loan officer. Like These are things that I learned. I try to learn pretty quickly who to contact or, or contact the signing service that hired me. Hey, we have a question on this. So... Those are also things that uh, I did. Going back just originally a little bit was was uh, just knowing how to do a completion update right away, letting them know right away. Uh, another thing that I did was I dropped off documents right away. If I, 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 I try to find out every location of the FedEx and UPS in my area. I know every FedEx and UPS in my location. And I try to find all their pickup times. I wanted to know every single pickup time for those places. I think that was key for me because then as soon as I was done, I knew right where to go. Or let's just say we're like wrapping up. 
I was I was pulling up my my GPS on my phone and finding out, hey, where's the local, where's the fastest FedEx, where's the fastest UPS? And I head straight over there. And I and I was get drop, documents dropped off in time, so they got documents dropped out. For me, that was important. It was very important for me to make sure they got documents back the next day, if if it was funding the next day. That was very important for me. I didn't want to, and I didn't want to sit on documents. I just knew how important these documents are. I know how much personal information are in these documents. I I didn't want to sit on these documents. I didn't want to have them in my possession. I want to get rid of them as soon as possible. Now, there's some days where I have so many signings. I don't have time to go after every single one. But I knew I try to plan out my day. Okay, I have, I have this place and this place to go and then drop off, uh, get everything dropped off. All right. All right. One more tip here. I think this tip also was a big key in my early success that has helped me today is I always put myself in the position of the escrow officer, the loan officer, the attorney, the real estate agent. I always put myself in their shoes. How would they want the notary to act? How would want, how would the, how would they want their notary to treat their client? How would they want their notary to talk with their client, go over the documents, uh, be professional, answer questions? You know, knowing that I you know I can't answer a lot of a lot of the questions, but how to guide them, how to talk to them. I always knew that that was important. I always want to put myself in their shoes. That was important to me. I feel like if I can look at the next position, who's getting the documents after me, the title company, who's getting the documents after them, the mortgage company, who's getting the documents after them, the, the, uh, the county or, or whoever. I just knew if, if I thought about that, the roles after me, who's touching the documents, who's relying on these documents. If I put myself in their, in their shoes, it made me better. It made me more professional because I'm thinking about them and I'm understanding where they're coming from. You know, I just had a signing uh, happen this week and one there was a page that said, uh, we understand, there was a purchase and it said, we understand addendum number two and they had to sign it. Well, they the addendum number two wasn't attached and they don't remember what addendum number two was. So the notary said, okay, and they, she didn't get it signed. And they said, well, we'll, 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 uh, we'll be actually, actually at the title company in a couple of days. We'll, we'll go sign it there if they need us to go sign it there. And the notary's like, okay, sure. Wrong. You can't leave something unsigned. It caused a big issue, actually, because the lender needed that for funding, and we couldn't get a hold of the signers to sign that page. We couldn't get a hold of them. They were working or whatever. Caused a big issue. You know who to contact. So I always thought they didn't want to sign a page. That's a big deal. I w- I'd never just sent off a page unsigned. I'd have to get approval first. I've had issues where they didn't want to sign a page and we called the right person and they said, it's okay, don't worry, don't sign that page. We got the approval not to sign that page. But we never, and in my completion update, I mentioned that, hey, signer didn't want to sign this page because of this reason. We did get approval from this person that it was okay to not sign it. We got approval from their real estate agent. We got approval from their loan officer that they did not have to sign that page. That was part of my completion update. So anyway, these are things that I think helped me. And I think these tips, even if you're seasoned, even if you're a veteran, I think these tips will still help you become a peak signing agent. I truly believe that. So I hope you're able to take these tips that I that I did early off in my career that I think helped me to where I'm at today and help you're able to utilize those to be a peak signing agent that you're meant to be because you're awesome. 
I do believe that. I do believe you're trying to be the best that you can. And you rock. I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.